The Mike Morgan Podcast, guaranteed to make you laugh. Not a guarantee. Wagwan, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the Mike Morgan Podcast. I'm a month off cigarettes, guys. I'm over a month off cigarettes. I'm, I'm delighted. I feel better. My breathing's better. My skin is better. My pocket is better. Everything is good. So I'd said I'd keep you up to date on that because I know there's a few people out there that are also still off the cigarettes. If you're still smoking cigarettes, let's go. Let's get off them. Now's the time. Not, not tomorrow. Not yesterday. Today, right now. Right now, you're going off them. Come on. But um, yeah, guys, finding huge encouragement. Every day I'm off a cigarette, I feel more confident. Of course, like I said before, I'm vaping like a whore, but that don't matter. I'm not beating myself up about that. So yeah, still off cigarettes, guys, which I'm pretty happy about. So I did not make a podcast last week, guys, because I was over in Liverpool shouting my brains out in the cop end. I lost my voice. I actually had a gig Friday and Saturday, and I was barely able to do them. My voice just recovered in time. But what an amazing experience. I haven't been over to Anfield in about four years. And to go over with my dad, my brother, my uncle, and Doug, who's my brother's friend, who is now my friend, uh, baby Doug. But it was great to be over there. And Liverpool is one of those things. Look, it doesn't matter if it's Liverpool, Man United, Chelsea. It doesn't matter who you support. But it's more than football to me in the sense that all my family, every week, all the boys in the family since the age of five, um, we sit down every week and watch the football together. We might have nothing in common, we might have nothing to say to each other, but Liverpool is the one constant in my family's life. No matter if things are going good, they're going bad, oh, Liverpool are playing tomorrow, oh, what time, four o'clock, yeah, I'll see you there. It's the one thing, even when life is going shit, if life is going great, it's the one constant. I don't need Liverpool to be winning trophies for me to get the enjoyment out of it, I don't need them to be winning games, it's just all about chilling with my family, um, like it was emotional even being over there now, sitting in the cop end with my dad, my dad's been bringing me since I was five or six, um, and the fact like I see him getting older, I'm getting older, and we're still in the cop end singing, um, it's a beautiful thing that gets me emotional as well, and it always makes me think about my granddad as well, who loved Liverpool games, we always used to... We, the last the last match we watched together was the, the Champions League final against Real Madrid that we lost. But I always think of that. And when we carried out his coffin as well from um, from his funeral as well, it was played to You'll Never Walk Alone. So like e- even when You'll Never Walk Alone was playing, I was getting very teary uh, thinking of my grandfather, Pappy, and knowing that he's looking down watching every game with us as well uh, to this day. So look, it's a lot more than going to a football match to me. It's, it's family. Like It don't matter. Win, lose, draw, come last. It don't matter. But I get to chill out with my dad, I get to chill out with my brother and my uncle, and for that hour and a half um, we feel part of something, do you know what I mean you can go back to the bullshit life after that but, um, not that life is bullshit but you know what I mean, Like, and I'm not saying Liverpool I, Liverpool fans have a thing of saying oh Liverpool boy, you wouldn't get it Man United's a proper club lad Everton's a proper club, fucking Arsenal is a proper club, I won't go I won't go further and say Chelsea and Man City but look, if you have a family that all get around and you can support each other, back each other like, to be honest, me me and my, my grandfather, we might have nothing to talk about, but I know I could talk about Liverpool to him. It's a way of just connecting, you know, um, or breaking the ice. or Like, even in social situations, I might have nothing to talk about to somebody, but if they're wearing a Liverpool jersey, I got something to talk about with them, you know, um, or any sort of jersey. They could be wearing a Man United jersey. I, could, I have something to talk about with them. So, yeah, had great fun in Liverpool last week. They got the win, thank God, and all that kind of stuff, but um, emotional, sitting in the cop end, watching Jurgen Klopp for the last time I was looking at him like like man I see Jurgen Klopp as a father figure at this 
stage, man. He's been around so long, bringing so much success. But um, I was delighted to look at him and just be there to sing him home and all that kind of stuff. So, yeah, it was beautiful last week. And just, yeah, out in the piss, drinking pints. And that's the other thing about um, smoking fags. I don't drink, so I was worried when I went to Liverpool that I might buy a box of fags. And I didn't. I vaped. I vaped for the two nights. I was destroyed drunk. I still didn't pick up a cigarette, so I got confidence from that as well. So, yeah, lovely time in Liverpool last week. I lost my voice. That's why there was no podcast last week. But, um, yeah. So, a cool thing that happened to me at the weekend. Um, so, I got a call last week. Well, I got a text last week. Hi, Mike. It's Al Porter. Would you like to support me in the Everyman this week? I was like, Al, 100%. So, I got to play at a sold-out Everyman on Saturday. And it was an amazing experience. Comedy is a funny game, lad. One minute you're jacking off into a sock. The next minute you're getting a text from Al Porter. Do you know what I mean? It's crazy how it goes. But, um. Lads, I'll be honest, it was probably one of the best hour and a half comedy I've ever seen in my life. The man is unbelievable. Oh my God. I actually, so I opened for him. I did the first half. Uh, at the break then, I went across the road to Hillbillies. I got a snack box with the gravy. If you're not from Cork or are from Cork and have never got a Hillbillies with the gravy, I don't even like gravy. I won't have gravy on Christmas dinner. But whatever Hillbillies are banging out calling it gravy is the nicest thing. I drink it. I would drink it through, I won't say anything dirty, but you know what I mean, I drink it through anything, it is gorgeous, so I went across, got some hillbillies, went to the side of the stage, so I had the best, I had the best view in the house, I was watching L, watching the whole everyman, they couldn't see me, eating a snack box, and a funny show it was, lads, oh my god, like he has this, obviously the man is, uh, he's gay, but he has this kind of bitchy gay vibe, and it just suits comedy, like, it was unreal, it was so, like, fucking nasty, to the point, funny, then light-hearted, then it would go back to being bitchy, then it would go to being nice, it was like a, a roller coaster of a comedy show, and it was unreal, because I've heard so much about Al Porter, of course, the man got cancelled for six years, and, do you know, I was actually, do you know, I, I don't know the whole story with Al Porter, I know he got cancelled years ago, the whole comedy circuit were talking about it, they were all like, oh, be careful, and, do you know what I mean, all this kind of stuff, and like even like before people would be warning they'd be like oh don't gig with El Porter and all this kind of stuff like they'd be warning you and then the people when I look back the people warning me were a bunch of rats as well do you know what I mean I'd probably trust El Porter more than i trust the people warning me do you know what I mean so it's a pit of snakes this comedy game so look if everybody's a snake at least I know it you know not calling El a snake or anything Jesus he was very nice to me anyway and he gave me a lovely opportunity but even El was talking to me before about him getting cancelled and it was actually amazing to listen to the story, lad, and it, uh, and just, I felt sorry for him, I felt, I did a parts I didn't feel sorry for him, I was kind of like, it's your own fault, and then, uh, and then just to watch him come back from all of it then on stage, like, this man used to sell out the marquee, 6,000 people, he had his own show, The Blind Dates on Ireland, he just started that, and he had his own show on the radio in Dublin. The man was a multi-millionaire, and it all got taken away from him. Well, look, he took it away from himself, I suppose you could say. I'm not, I'm not making excuses or condoning anything he did, nor is he. I talked to the man, nor is he. And if you go see his show, his whole show is about his redemption. about And all these things that he was accused of, not accused of, he did, he admitted, happened when he was 19 and 20. He was going around grabbing fellas' arses, texting dick pics to fellas that didn't want dick pics. But come here to me, we were all 19 and 20. I've had fellas dicks on my phone from the town and they work in a factory so they never got cancelled. Do you know what I mean? 
Like, they're not going to get cancelled from their job in Aldi. So it's just unfortunate that that uh, this man was a multimillionaire and had ev- the world at his feet got taken away from him. Uh, I keep saying taken away from him like it was, like, you know, a robbery. He, he behaved inappropriately and got taken away from him. He'll tell you that himself. But when you just think it was about grabbing arses, like... Like, like my arse, my arse has gotten grabbed multiple times. Do you know what I mean? Like, I, like I, I've walked onto stage, and my own girlfriend will tell you this. I got my dick grabbed by a woman right before I walked on stage, and it threw me off so much when I, it actually took me a minute or two on stage to get into my rhythm. Who do I phone up about that? Do you know what I mean? Dap Bjorn probably works as an accountant. She didn't fucking get cancelled Monday morning. Like, she was drunk and disorderly inside a comedy club, grabbing comics by the fucking testicles as they were walking on stage. Did she get cancelled? No. She got to work as an accountant. I'm only assuming, ac- I always blame accountants when I, when I say this. But you know what I mean? She didn't get cancelled. So that's how I feel sorry for Al. I don't feel sorry for what he did. I feel sorry that it happens to other people and they didn't feel it. Do you know what I mean? But then... Like, hearing his story, like, like the man grabbed arses, sent dick pics, inappropriate to people who didn't want their arses grabbed, I get it. But on the paper, it was like he was a rapist. People were comparing him to, to Epstein on the papers. I remember it happening, like, do you know what I mean? I remember it happening. It was like Epstein Porter. That was, that, that, that's what the, the newspaper was. Like, but f- come on, no, like, Epstein was a guy that went around fucking grooming and raping people. Al Porter grabbed fellas by the fucking, by the arse and sent them dick pics. It's chalk and cheese like it's chalk and fucking cheese like do you know what i mean so anyway the whole world deserted al porter he's back now and i got to see his show his comeback show and he's doing it in the everyman which was only 600 that man used to sell out 6000 he told me two years ago during the pandemic he had to go back and work in a warehouse he said he was drinking martinis with graham norton in soho and now he's living in his mother's attic working in a fucking a warehouse do you know what I mean? Like, like that's some comeback. Like, he goes like there was even there was even rumors going around that they, that he killed himself. That life was going that bad, and he said like it was that bad. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, and people believed that he killed himself. Do you know he had to tell his friends, look, I'm still alive. Like, they're not true. Like, that's how bad life got for him. And do you know what? I was. It was like watching a Rocky film the other night. The man said his whole show was about the comeback. Like, it was about being sorry for what he'd done. It's that he's not he's not 21 anymore. He's 31. He's a new man, and he's going back to get the world by the balls. And I'll tell you, look, I was warned by most comedians back in the day. Or if you meet him, lad, be worried about him. And if you do this, be worried. Do you know what? I'm worried about every fucking comedian. The ones I think are my friends I'm fucking worried about. you know what I mean? So, look, in a pit of snakes, I'm a fucking Bijan. And now that I know the game, I probably should turn into a snake. But it's not me. So maybe I should turn into a bit of a husky instead of a dad. But anyway, so look, everybody's warning me about him and all that. He was nothing but nice to me. Gave me an opportunity. There's fuckers that don't give me opportunities that should have... Do you know what I mean? Like, you have to think about it. So, look, I'll be nice to everybody. I'll be me to everybody. And... You know, I've always been myself in comedy, so I have nothing to hide. I have nothing to make up to anybody. I have nothing to do for anybody. I've no, I've never, I owe nobody nothing in this comedy game. Do you know what I mean? So I don't feel one bit bad about um, supporting that man in the Everyman, and I thank him for asking me to support him, support me, or support him. And I'd look forward to doing it again. And you know what? If I don't, I go see one of his shows. He was that fucking good. I've never left so much at a comedy show in a long, long time. He is very talented. Do you know what I mean? Very, very talented. So I really enjoyed gigging with Al Porter at the Everyman last week.
So yesterday was St. Bridget's Day in Ireland, and I believe all over the world, maybe. I don't know. I Maybe in every Catholic country. and I don't know. I don't know. Maybe it's just Ireland. But St. Bridget, anyway, lads, I looked it up. And same, I, I hate to be, you know, we're all plus women and go women and all that kind of stuff, and we're all equality, right? But, like, St. Bridget, right, is very lucky to be a saint. Very lucky to be a saint. First off, what the fuck did she ever do to become a saint? Like, do you know what I mean? I actually had to Google her. I was like, what did St. Bridget do to become a saint, right? First thing, and the thing she's most famous for, is her neighbor had no butter. Bridget had only a small bit of butter, right? And she gave it to her neighbor. She gave her butter to the neighbor. I've given a lawnmower. I've given, I've given an extension lead. I've given, what is, I've given loads of things to my neighbor, boy. And all I get called is a prick. I ain't a saint, like. If you wanted my butter, I'd give him my butter. I ain't a fucking saint, like. How is, how is this girl a saint, like? Honestly, like. I'd say she did other things to become a saint. I'd say she was hanging around with the Weinsteins of the day, anyway. To hang, come with me, Bridget. I'll make you a saint. I'll make you a star, Bridget. Uh, you do what I say, Bridget, and I, I'll make you a saint. They'll remember you forever, girl. Like, what? What did St. Bridget ever do? And I had to go deeper into it. You know, there's loads of things with beer that she did. Like one time, and this has to be fake, right? She went she went down to a place, St. Bridget, right? And there was a load of people that, that were about to bathe, right? And what she did, she came over and turned the water into ale. So she, they were about to have a wash. I doubt you could have a wash that often back in the day, right? So they just got ready for a wash. And Bridget comes over and turns it into smithics. Do you know what I mean? The boys smell of piss. Do you know what they go home to the wives? Were you out all, all night drinking? No, I was with Bridget. Oh, that whore. That whore who, the saint, is it that loans the butter, is it? Like, I, like, think about it, guys. There's no way this woman should be a saint. I go down even lower, right? This is the one I don't get. So St. Bridget once gave a jeweled sword, a jeweled sword, to a leper. What fucking good is that, lad? That's, an inf- that's as good as an inflatable dartboard. Do you know what I mean? What good, what good is giving a jeweled sword to a leper? Like the lepers there are sound, Bridget. What the fuck do you want me to do with this? Cut off my other leg, is it? I don't have ears. I don't ha- I've only one hand. My other, the hand that I do have is only one finger. It's the middle finger as well, Bridget. Here you go, love. And you're handing me a sword. What good is that? Do you not have the, uh, the antidote to my fucking... You're a saint. Like, why don't you give me the ale? Give me some whiskey that you were giving the other boys, Bridget. Because a sword is no good to a leper. It's no good to a leper. They should add that song. Do you know the song? It's like rain on your wedding day, a free ride when you already paid. The next line should go into it as well. A jeweled sword when you are a leper. And who would have thought it figures? Like, it's the stupid. I, I thought Wikipedia was fucking with me, boy. A jeweled sword to a leper. Bridget, cop the fuck on, love. Honestly, like, the word saint getting thrown around left, right, and center. I tell you, Bridget, you were up to shit, lad. You were hanging around with some dudes that had power, and they were like, you do this for me, Bridget. I'll make you a saint. And that's what happened. And that's all that happened, because there's nowhere you share butter with someone, and you are a saint. If that's the case, there's, not, there's no one not a saint, like. Do you know what I mean? Share your butter, bless us. I'd say you churn butter, all right, Bridget. I'd say you churn butter. I know this is a podcast, so it's only audio, but I'm doing the wanking gesture. I'd say she's churn butter 
for days. I'd say she's a right hand in her, like, fucking Dini McCarthy, boy. I, is Dini McCarthy? I'm, whatever. Timmy McCarthy? Some fucking hurler, anyway, with a big hand. Do you know what I mean? Like, a, a common whore is what... There you go, I said. I, I found you out, Bridget. You're a common whore. I'm sorry if I went hard in that, like, but there's no way that woman should be a saint. But I'm delighted we all got the day off yesterday. I didn't. I had to work. I had to work in a van. But the rest of you got a day off. And I was just thinking in the middle of the day, this whore Bridget, boy. This, this fucking, ah, oh, hoochie. A hoochie. Yeah, guys, so, yeah, that's the end of the podcast because, um, yeah, all I wrote down, literally, all I wrote down as a piece of paper is St. Bridget is a whore. And I got I got 16 minutes out of it. So, like, that's pretty good. That's pretty good. Thanks to everybody who has bought tickets to the Mallow show with Frank Cook, Laura Mahoney. There's 67 tickets gone already, guys, which is a record for Mallow. Because what we usually have in Mallow is over 100 people, but you all buy it on the day, right? And what happens is I'm there at 4 o'clock. I lay out 50 chairs. Then 150 people come, so I have to come back out while you're all coming in and put them all out. Look, I'm not going to complain because it'll feed my daughter. But if you can book the tickets beforehand this time, which is what seems to be happening, uh, please do. Uh, It's going to be a great night, guys. And we also have Joe Rooney coming up in April. I have a gig up in Kilkenny then in March. I have a few gigs in between. And I have a very special announcement coming at the end of the month, guys. Probably the biggest announcement in my comedy career, but I cannot announce it till the end of the month. But, oh, exciting times, exciting times. So thanks very much. Five-star review and all that. Thanks so much for listening to me. And, guys, when I'm at comedy shows and when you come up and say you like the podcast, if you don't like it, don't come up to me. But the people that have, I really appreciate it. The person that came up and said no Wilson as well, I start to feel shit sometimes. All my friends are just slagging me about the podcast. You can't sing, you can't rap, all this shit. And then a stranger comes up and says, no Wilson. So thanks very much. Peace and love. Peace and love.